From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Morning Edition. And it's a first alert weather day here in the Bay Area with a very major storm still sweeping in from offshore. Here's some good news. It dies down later tonight. I'll have more on that coming up in your full forecast. All right, well, Jess, we're live along the peninsula to tell you just how things are looking before you head out on your morning commute. Gianna, I can tell you right now, at least along 101 northbound, things are looking pretty smooth. Yeah, and that could change quickly when that wet weather really starts settling in. We'll have the latest information on the busiest freeways as well as those travel times as you head out the door. It's been shocking and also not only traumatic, but also just like surprising. We hear it more and more and it's become exhausting for some small business owners in San Francisco how the recent crime is taking its toll on their bottom line. Plus, a push to address the huge need for new housing here in California, how a local lawmaker is trying to make a difference. Developing right now in Daly City, a gas line fire on Geller Avenue is still burning after nearly six hours. North County Fire says they are working with PG&E to contain that leak, but just look at it go. They believe an electrical vault may have blown out and PG&E is doing a dig out to take care of the gas. We heard a loud explosion, actually several explosions outside the house. I initially thought it was thunder and lightning, um, but it sounded too close to the house. I thought someone was trying to break in. Um, and then when I looked out my window, I could see there was a fire two houses up from me. Well, North County Fire evacuated various homes and nearby residents have been asked to shelter in place, but that is a scary scene for all those neighbors right there. We'll keep an eye on that throughout the morning. Well, taking a live look now from San Francisco, it's deja vu. We have declared another first alert weather day. We are dealing with more rain this morning here in the Bay Area. We have live team coverage for you as you head out the door. Jocelyn Moran is live in South San Francisco. Keep an eye on the 101 for us. Gianna Franco is in the traffic center checking on those roads, but we will start with first alert meteorologist Jessica Birch for a closer look at why we declared today another first alert weather day. Jess. Now, here's the thing, Amanda, unlike the past couple days in general, this is not nearly as severe, but we are still dealing with plenty of wet roads this morning. Taking a look at our first alert Doppler on this first alert weather day, widespread showers are all throughout the Bay Area. We're not seeing a lot of thunderstorm activity. For the most part, it's just light drizzle, but let's zoom into some local areas, starting off from San Francisco all the way down into San Mateo. It's patchy showers right now, hit or miss for the time being. Some heavier pockets of rain are gonna continue to develop off into the east as we extend into the next couple hours. Taking it north now from Vallejo, wrapping over into Sonoma and all the way down into San Rafael, light showers for your morning commute, so just keep that in mind. I wanna start off with Futurecast this morning and show you the wind speeds associated with this. As we zoom into the next couple hours, we are seeing plenty of snow off in the Sierra, wrapping all the way down up into Redding and down into our mountains just north of Ukiah. But for the rest of us here locally in the Bay Area who live closer to the sea surface level, we're currently seeing just some rain in the forecast. This is going to be the case for us into the 8 o'clock hour. Heavy pockets of rain sweeping throughout whole, the whole peninsula off into the East Bay near the Tri-Valley area, where wind speeds associated with that will mostly be anywhere from 10 to 20 miles per hour. Gusty conditions can get anywhere up to 30, even 35 miles per hour at times. But take a look at this. Heading into this afternoon, it becomes a lot more hit or miss. We're going to be seeing a little bit of a break just near that noon setup. Some more scattered showers around 2 to 6. I'll have more on that in a Bit, but for now, over to you, G. 
All right, Jess, let's take a look at the roadways because when we have a first alert weather days, days like today, when we get all that wet weather on the roadways, it's going to certainly be difficult for the commute. So give yourself some extra time. If you've got the choice, maybe this is a work from home kind of morning. So I'm borrowing Jessica's radar, her Doppler, to kind of give you an idea of what to expect when you hit the roadways right now to give you a perspective of the busiest freeways. Now, it is quiet as far as volume. We are just starting to get underway for that morning commute now that we're in that 6 o'clock hour, but we're tracking a few slow spots. Westbound 80 into Richmond, heading towards the Bay Bridge, already starting to back up. And of course, that Altamont Pass commute, already a busy one. But showing you a live look here at some of our bridges. Wind advisory on the Golden Gate right now. And you can see it is slick out there for folks commuting into San Francisco. And the Bay Bridge already backed up this morning for that ride into San Francisco. Justin. All right, Gianna, our first alert weather coverage continues this morning with downpours and winds expected today, which could lead to more accidents and travel delays. Keep in mind, some people in the Bay Area still don't have power. Our Jocelyn Moran is live in South San Francisco this morning. And Jocelyn, do you have your umbrella on standby yet? I have it on standby, but I did have the hood come off. It is not raining right now. We are along South San Francisco right now, so it hasn't been raining in the last 30 minutes or so. We did see a little bit of a sprinkle here and there about maybe in 45 minutes to an hour ago. So you can see some of the wet roads here. Uh, you can see some of those puddles here. So again, this is just something you want to be prepared for as we have been hearing all morning from Jess, you know, those on and off showers. We are along 101 right now, so just keeping an eye on the morning commute because again, Gianna has been saying it all morning. We know how dangerous it can be out on the roadways when those heavy downpours do start to come. But you also mentioned those power outages. We know a lot of people have been frustrated over the last week who have been without power. We've seen that really throughout the last week. Right now it's about four 5,400 people who are without power. A lot of people in the South Bay. Again, no estimated time on that restoration right now on our part. So, of course, we will be keeping an eye on that because, again, it is pretty cold here this morning. It's not raining, but I've got my gloves on. It's cold. I've got my layers on, and we know that some people are waking up this morning and maybe without heat. So, again, we'll be keeping an eye out on those power outages. But, again, we are here because of that morning commute. So, we're along 101 going northbound. Right now, things are looking pretty smoothly. Uh, but again, just be extra patient out on the roadways because we know how those uh, wet roads can impact people. Justin and Jocelyn, we know you'll be watching it for us out there live. Thank you so much. And if you didn't spend time outside in the elements yesterday, well, consider yourself pretty lucky. A lot of us heard the storms move in. Whoa, major hail, serious hailstorm. The weather has been so wild hail. lately. Yeah, that was hail in the East Bay last night, up in the Oakland Hills and Berkeley Hills as well. It wasn't just the hills, though. The flats at Berkeley got hailed, too. A viewer took this video near the Ashby Barn Station. And make sure you stay with CBS News Bay Area for our continuing first alert weather coverage throughout this newscast. We'll bring you the latest on air, online, and on KPIX.com. And Amanda, you're taking a look at some other top stories this morning. Mm -hmm. The weather, obviously, our big story yep. lately, mm -hmm. but yeah, some other things we need to go over. All right, we're continuing to follow the story of beloved Bay Area radio DJ who went missing last week without a trace. Jeffrey Vandergrift is the host of the JV show on Wild 94.9, and now the station just announced there has been no trackable activity on his cell phone or his credit cards. Police have only said JV is at risk. They have not said why they think he disappeared. JV has been very open about his struggle with Lyme disease. He detailed his physical and emotional pain in a blog. He suffered intense vertigo, shooting throughout his body, and bouts of depression. 
His listeners who followed his journey have been leaving hundreds of comments online and sending their well wishes. I just want to say I'm so proud of you and grateful for you to be there to share your hearts this morning with everybody. And um, just a huge, huge hug and so much love to Natasha this morning. Thinking of you guys. Hang in there. Love you. Just heartbreaking. The iHeartRadio offices in San Francisco have a tribute to JV outside. The station says it is working with JV's wife and the police department to try and find him. A new House Select Committee focusing on China holds its first public hearing tonight. The panel's top Republican and Democrat told CBS's Face the Nation they hope to work in a bipartisan way as they try to highlight the threats the Chinese Communist Party poses to the U.S. The Chinese spy balloon and China's support for Russia's invasion of Ukraine are expected to be early focuses. Much of the Northeast is under a winter storm warning as more than half a foot of snow will be coming over the next day. In the Midwest, residents across several states are cleaning up after tornadoes, down trees and power lines, including ripping roofs of homes off and damaged buildings. That's a look at your top stories, Gianna. Amanda, so many days we have talked to small business owners in San Francisco with the same complaints, vandalism, burglaries, and some say it's so bad that they've considered leaving or closing up shop for good. As Betty Yee reports, one business owner in Polk Gulch says she stuck it out, but that crime has forced her to look at doing business very differently. You can see that what they did is they came in and they would hide behind this desk and they ripped open the cabinets just Josie to, like, Lee, take owner of La Boutique Salon on Polk Street, went. said she's been burglarized four times in the past year. She estimates the losses and repairs to be upwards of $40,000. Each time they've taken electronics, cash, and beauty products. Her mailbox has also been repeatedly pried open. It's been shocking and also not only traumatic, but also just like surprising, you know, in one of the greatest or expensive cities, we would think that it would be able to like sustain the business. Most recently in January, the beauty salon's cell phone was stolen. Tracking technology showed that it was about a half mile away near Van Ness and Geary. When the police arrived, it was already like a couple hours before the, uh, after I've like found the incident. And then they, uh, by then, the phone was already like turned off. Like many small business owners in San Francisco, Josie is struggling to get people to come through the doors. I replaced the whole window and had to buy like new logoing and decals. She opened this space a year ago after shutting down her business for much of the pandemic. SFPD crime data shows that burglaries this year in the Northern District, which includes Polk Gulch, are up more than 30% compared to the same time period last year. So this is almost like a national joke at this point for our city. And it's like, we are trying to bring it up. We're making this place as lively as possible. We as business owner are trying, now have to feel like we have to be out here fending for ourselves. This month, Mayor London Breed introduced a $27 million budget supplemental to ensure continued police presence and expand hiring community ambassadors in business areas. SFPD has a staffing shortage of 541 officers. When I see them, they're very sympathetic and then they are like, um, they do try to help. But I do think that we have defamed the police so much that we now don't have enough police.